1: Welcome to Coast You, the show that every single day celebrates the men and women who are making of Mississippi such a great place to live, work, and play. You know, I was listening to one of my shows the other day. I always listen back to the shows to to learn myself. Sometimes I might miss something during the show, and I'm wanting to go back and just make sure I'm cataloging the learnings from the show. And I listen to me say that this is a show that celebrates the people who are making of Mississippi such a great place to live, work, and play. And I say it almost kind of in a rudimentary way each day. But it's interesting that I really believe it. I really believe that's what we're doing on this show, celebrating the people who make this such a great place to live, work, and play. And um, I don't think I could have picked a better way to start my show. And it's interesting because I never meant that to be the thing that was going to be the thing I say at the beginning of every show. It just somehow along the way sort of took hold, and I say it. And I'm proud to be able to say it because in over the end of the over 800 conversations we've had here on Coast View, man, there's been so much to learn. And I keep, you know, it's interesting over 800 shows and people are just now coming to the show, just now learning about the show. And what they do is when they learn about the show, they go back and watch some old videos and then they'll like an old video from two years ago, and it'll pop up in my feed you know, showing me people are interacting with old, old videos. That's actually what we wanted to do, incidentally. Kyle and I talked about this early on. One of the great things about having this in podcast platform and especially video platform is that the opportunity to create a digital history book for Coastal Mississippi by talking to some of the stalwart leaders who are part of helping us get to where we are today – um, very important, very important. I think people are beginning to come to grips with that, and I get these notes that talk about that you know how much the engagement is up over the past so many days, and it's been like a hundred consecutive days with engagement increasing, so that's a really good sign that people are paying attention and that you want to celebrate with me. The people who are making Coastal Mississippi such a great place to live, work, and play. Hey, with that said, I have a I have a, a treat today. Uh, Todd Trenchard from the Baco Foundation of, of uh, South Mississippi is going to be joining us, but also uh, Amanda Broom Ray, who's someone I've gotten to know really well, sort of his number two, and uh, and they make a great team. You've seen them both on the on the TV show, but let's let's move over to Amanda and Todd and say good morning. How you guys doing?
2: Good morning, Ricky.
1: Good morning. It's good. Good to see y'all. Hey, we got a couple of things we want to do in the show today. But first of all, I just want to say because you guys share too with me this passion for celebrating coastal Mississippi through your show. Um, You know, what I said at the beginning of the show, it's really important. If someone asked me, you know, is Todd competing with what you're doing? I think you and I talked about that at one time, Todd. And I said, heck no, man. (laughs) The the way I see it, the more the merrier. I mean, the more we can put these stories out there and create more different opportunities for people to see these wonderful dimensions of coastal Mississippi, it's good for everybody. Because we're both here for the same purpose, to raise the bar for coastal Mississippi and help us achieve new goals and to – to shine the light on people who are making a difference, and that's what you're doing, isn't it, Todd?
0: Yeah, I think that that's such a narrow-minded viewpoint that uh, you'd think that uh, you know two different uh, mediums uh, that are bringing out positive information for people would you know be in competition. It makes it stronger. Uh, it's almost like putting two restaurants on the same corner. Uh, they're going to draw more people there, and you get better business. And so. Uh, we try to put forward you know the best uh, product that we can, bring the most information that we can, and uh, try not to limit uh, you know who our guests are. Uh, it could be a myriad of topics, and uh, you and I both have been around a long time and have been able to see this from an entire coastwide perspective. so it's not something that's geographically specific. Uh, we're We're actually going from one end of the state line to the other. Uh, up to Hattiesburg, even across the state, with your particular uh, show, and I, I just think it's fantastic. Uh, we were talking before the show. Neither one of us have to do this. We could, uh, you know, certainly be doing something else. But it's such a positive uh, for our community, and I'm just glad that Amanda is so uh, adept at being able to pick it up so quickly and has that skill set. Uh, I mean, just a natural.
1: Hey, Mandy, I really enjoy getting to know you. but just coming back to the point of uh, what I addressed to Todd, simply this opportunity to really shine the light on so many people who are working in so many different ways. so many of the, you know a lot of them we know, but a lot of them we don't even know they're just working in the trenches doing their thing. they don't really want recognition if they want any recognition it's just to bring focus not on themselves but the work that they're doing and how why it's important. but that's cool to be able to do that, isn't it?
2: I absolutely love it. I mean, I'm so fortunate since starting with the foundation about eight months ago. And uh, this piece of my job being able to do spotlight Gulf Coast has been such a wonderful learning experience. You know, I have no really uh, past history of doing any kind of TV or talk shows or anything like that. So um, this has definitely been a new experience uh, with working with the foundation, uh, with not having any past history of doing talk shows, TV shows. I mean, I've done a couple little news interviews for the YMCA, um, but it's been a wonderful experience. I did it scared. Todd just threw me in there one day and said, here, I want you to host this segment, Scared to Death. You know, this was very new with the foundation, um, but I love it. It's been great. I've gotten to meet a lot of wonderful people, a lot of local leaders in the community, including yourself, which has been amazing. And without being in this position and um, my job at the foundation, I don't even know we would ever cross paths. So it's been great.
1: It has been good. You know, what's interesting, and you've been able to be the recipient of this, but there is a um, there's a sort of a, a, a principle at the Baco Foundation that yes, you bring money in and you distribute money to where the needs might be, but this this overarching principle that is probably even more important, and that is that it's about bringing community leaders together and planting seeds, and you don't know where those seeds are going to go. So when someone like you new, you is new to a position like you have today, you're able to come in and like connect to that pretty rapidly. It's not, not just through your show, just through this. This this p- driving principle of the Baco Foundation to have relationships and build relationships, and you've been a benefit factor of that. But you know your experience with United Way and YMCA, and I was really uh, really interested in your Dolly Parton imagination program. Uh, you know, time we we're big Dolly Parton fans, but you've got uh, you know you've got a lot in your background, and you know you've learned a lot too. You gained perspective too. You know you've been back on the coast for four years, but. Um, you know, in the time that you're away, you learned a lot about about other communities and Mm -hmm. and and you're able to bring sort of those that perspective back to back to coast of Mississippi, aren't you?
2: Well, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And definitely we've moved around a lot with my husband's job in the Coast Guard. Um, and nothing's like the coast. The Mississippi Gulf Coast, it's just one of a kind. There's so much opportunity for growth and economic development, and there's so many leaders young leaders um older leaders it's just a wonderful place to be and i couldn't be more fortunate to be back here and to raise our family here and just to be here permanently i'm really excited
1: Listen, um, if I go to my Nike app, I've run over a thousand miles. But if we were to go to, if we were to go to your Nike app, you probably have run a hundred thousand miles. I don't know, I, but you're, where did you've done hundred mile ultra marathons? And you're just, where did that come from?
2: So. Goodness, I started running probably about 15 years ago. Um, I actually had a boyfriend of mine in college that passed away in a car accident. It was drinking and driving, and he's from the Gulf Coast. And after he passed away... I really healed myself through running. I mean, running is something that was just very special, sacred, spiritual to me. So that's really how I started um running one day, and I just my parents, they're funny, they call me little Forrest Gump because it was just like, I'm <laughs> gonna exactly do exactly what I was I'm thinking. gonna do a half marathon, <laughs> then I'm gonna do a marathon, and then I got introduced to the whole ultra marathon. Uh, community and just never looked back. And I've ran over 40 ultra marathons. Um, I've got a 52 mile race that's coming up next weekend in Franklinton. And then in March, I have a 100 mile race. So it's just it's something about being out there and pushing yourself, you know, mentally, physically, spiritually to the limits when you think you can't go on. Being able to complete something like that, you really can do anything you put your mind to. I'm a strong believer in that. So it's really taught me a lot of life lessons, too, with my career, my personal life, spiritual life. So it's something that's very special to me.
1: Yeah, I, I get that so so well. I really do. Um Man, I really do understand that. The thing that comes to mind for me when you say that about pushing yourself is what we learned about ourselves after Katrina. You know, people that you would have expected to step up didn't because they had all kinds of issues. They might have been on the brink. You don't see You never know what someone's going through, right? And then something like Katrina happens and suddenly they collapse. Other people stepped up in amazing ways. But you, I found myself, personally found myself many times thinking, how in the world am I ever going to – to find the strength to to not only recover myself and my family but to help this community survive but you you know an ultra marathon, my god, a hundred miles of running, you know my longest run is maybe ten miles you know I've never been a marathon runner, but the reality is that's incredible and you have to dig so deep, man you have to dig you have to be oh Forrest Gump and just start running and never stop. It's amazing. But you do learn a lot about life and, and you know, about coming forward in very tough situations and adversity and learn a lot about resiliency. Anyway, hey, when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Amanda Broom-Ray and my friend Todd Trenchard from the Baco Foundation of South Mississippi. We'll see you into this.
0: on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast
1: 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I have my friend Todd Trenchard from the Benko McCarty Excuse me, but it's not Baco McCarty. I said I wasn't going to say that again. They have a new name, Baco Foundation of South Mississippi. And uh, his, uh, his, his really able number two, Amanda Broom Ray, who I've really enjoyed getting to know over the past few months. And uh, someone I have a lot of respect for. But it's interesting, the conversation we were having before we went to break, it causes you to get a little philosophical about... How deep all of us had to dig after Hurricane Katrina. What an amazing opportunity to find out the power of the human spirit. And and even though you weren't here on the ground after Katrina, to 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 say what you said about digging deep and coming back from your boyfriend's death and how you use running to sort of find your own level of of resiliency in your own soul and your own humanity. Um, it, you it, it does help you, doesn't Amanda?
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's so important and it's helped me get through so many challenges and um, things that have happened in life. So it's really something that's special to me, teaches me so many things. Uh, I mean, it improves my work ethic, my, you know, being a mom, everything. I mean, it's just, it's something that is very special.
1: Twin boys, mm-hmm. you got you got your hands full.
2: <laughs> sure do. They're wild as can be.
1: how well we know i've got i've got um four grandkids between you know one and a half to two is the first is is the youngest and the oldest is seven or eight and ann will kill me for not knowing the exact ages but they grow up so fast you you know if you don't concentrate on you forget that stuff Mm -hmm. but it's so man you're talking about bringing you know clarity to your life you know you, you get you get a good sense that a lot of the stuff that we do personally doesn't really matter except the generational stuff that we're doing that they will benefit from. Todd, so you guys have been really busy. I mean, there is never a dull moment in the Baco Foundation. Kind of give me a sense of, you know, what's the latest?
0: Well, what we've done is, as we've expanded across the coast, of course, you know, wanted to change the name, saying that we are representative of, of the entire uh, coastal region. But we've set up advisory boards, one in Gulfport, one in Ocean Springs and one in Pascagoula uh, and enlarged our board so we could get a little more feedback to how we can all work together. I think that uh, you've mentioned that on several occasions, this is not something that's supposed to be geographically specific to downtown Pascagoula. We got to figure out how we can make this whole coast work together and if we can just connect some of those dots it'll start doing that same thing with others. You know, you bring some people like Brandon Elliott or John Carter from one side of the coast and team them up with, you know, a Joe Martin over in Pascagoula. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we start learning what works for each community. It's what we've done for 20 years. And like you said, it's a unique organization. Uh, you can't go into this with an agenda. You got to go into with this. Uh, we're all on this together. And, uh, uh, if we come together, we're going to build a stronger community. Uh, I love what y'all were just talking about, Katrina. Katrina did make us stronger because it started getting us to look out of our silos and into this uh, macro view of the the coast. And uh, you know, bringing leaders like yourself over, George Slogal over, to talk in Jackson County is where I got this idea of hey, there's a lot more than just listening to. Uh, you know what I'm hearing every day over here and yeah. I think that Coastal Tourism uh, Commission that they've put together you know the Gulf Coast Business Council uh, bringing people together uh, is uh, very enlightening and very uh, rewarding in the long run as long as you don't have a you know personal agenda
1: yeah, the business council came directly from Katrina. The The uh, regional tourism effort was a major recommendation of the committee after, after Katrina. But, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, the opportunity to see the big picture. I had the opportunity recently to speak to the Leadership Gulf Coast class, and um, I was really impressed. I mean, this is true of all the leadership programs that are taking place now. That is not inwardly focused anymore. It's really regionally focused. It's certainly to the extent that that there is a if it's if if a leadership program is in a particular place, that certainly is a part of the conversation. But how that place fits into the bigger picture, you have a growing number of people who get that. So if you whether it's the Hancock County Chamber or the Jackson County Chamber, the Gulf Coast Chamber, the the Business Council. They're all focused on sort of we are we are stronger together. We each have our unique, very unique characteristics from our communities, and that makes that's what makes coastal Mississippi so special. But it's the accumulation of these special places that ultimately make this such a great place. And people get that, man. I mean, you, y'all see it. Y'all see it over, you know, with Paige's work with the Jackson County Leadership Program, the Jackson County Chamber Leadership Program. And uh, the, the role that – what that does is it makes it so that people in the community are able to move around because they know each other better. They're talking the same language. Actually, talking the same language is actually quite important because you can be saying the same things and disagreeing because you're using different language. Um, but it's powerful what the leadership programs have done, isn't it, isn't it uh, Todd?
0: Yeah, and, you know, when I first got started, that was the first thing I did was get in Leadership Jackson County, then the master's class, Leadership Mississippi, early in my career so I could get a, you know, a holistic perspective uh, of different types of leaders, uh, different environments, uh, geographical areas. Uh, Amanda just started Leadership Jackson County last week. and. I remember calling Paige the week up. I said, "I'm not sure if the class is filled, but you got to make one more spot." <laughs> she said, "Well, I've already got my eye on her." So, yeah. uh, you know, and Paige is doing a great job of of sort of taking this uh, in a, a little bit of a, a more uh, you know coastwide perspective. They're all reading that book, Dare to Lead. Uh, and uh, I know Amanda's excited about being in that class, and we'll get her in leadership golf coach. sure that Adele's got that same sort of mindset over there. So uh, these leadership programs do make a difference, and it's important that people do it while they still have the ability. Because uh, as you get older in your career, it gets a little more challenging. <laughs> yeah, have-
1: I have I have Tish Williams on my show next week, and. We uh, it was interesting. They through the Hancock County Chamber, uh, Chamber Leadership Program, they have an industrial day where they bring everybody together. But then, you've got the partners for Stennis and Michu that have all these powerful players, all these blue chip companies that are part of Stennis that are engaged, and they can tap into. Man, I mean, just it's all about spinning this web and connecting all these people and making sure that these web, You know, if you if you if you don't use those connections you'll lose them. You got to keep them open. You got to keep going. You got to keep the leadership engaged. And these leadership programs are a way to do that. And I, it, one other point, what's interesting is when you go into a class, and I've had the opportunity to do this uh, last couple of years, it's it's young leaders that are coming up. But, but by the way, some of the people in those classes are people who are key leaders in the community today. And Correct. you're like, wow, they never went to, you, know, you know, you're surprised that but then you realize that you know that if you are not engaged in the last five or ten years, that some of the faces change and the port of Guport changes and Ingalls changes and Stennis changes. And what better way to get up to speed on what's going on than go through one of these leadership programs? I bet you're looking forward to that, aren't you, Amanda?
2: really am. We had the first two classes that kick off last week, um, Thursday and Friday, and it was all on Brene Brown's Dare to Lead, which is a very interesting, if you haven't read that book, I highly recommend it. It's just all about vulnerability and how we're, we grow up thinking that it's weakness when really it's being brave and being courageous. And that's a part of being a, a true leader every day is doing things when you're afraid, just being courageous being brave. So I'm I'm very excited. Next class is in February and it'll be we'll wrap up everything on Dare to Lead and then we'll get into all the good stuff. So I'm it's a great class.
1: I think it's a great way to start it. I'm obviously very familiar with her and that that in that particular book. I've watched many, many, many of her videos. And when you combine that with the what's been written and what we know about emotional intelligence, the the role that that compassion and empathy, mm-hmm. and um, you know, you know, just really understanding where you are in this world, and ha- you know, it, it, having you know the ability to really give other people power, um, and not trying to take the the air out of the room yourself, um, mm-hmm. you know, these are all important elements to to leading, but. I'm not surprised you're starting with that book or and what Brene Brown has to say and I look forward to it. We'll talk more about that actually as we go forward. I'd like to hear more from you about what you're learning and cuz it's interesting again you come you <laughs> have an outside perspective. You've been back for 4 years but you you're going to learn things you never you've never done before. So I'll have you and Paige on at some point along the way and we'll chat about how it's going. We
0: actually have them on TV show here in a couple of weeks and uh have Paige? <laughs>
1: oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I've said on the show many times, I feel this way about Tish and Paige and Adele, you know this this group of leaders that we have in these positions that they're not your father's uh, chamber anymore. They're you know, they certainly do their traditional chamber work, but they're so engaged in community building and some are involved in grant writing and and uh, working you know, as you know literally consultants with mayors to help them make sure that they're connecting with the community. I had uh, had the the CEO from. Uh, Singing River on recently, she mentioned that that Paige helped her with communication because that was a really important thing as they went through this RFP process. But uh, you know, man, yeah, you know, it's a it just takes a takes a lot of people who are selfless, who are re- willing to burn the midnight oil, and uh, and continue to build relationships to make this a great place to live, work, and play. Hey, listen, this has been great. I should have spent I should have had you guys scheduled for an entire hour, but today <laughs> is Jeff Duncan Day on. On Coast View, so we're going to be moving over to Jeff Duncan from Noel.com and the Times Picayune. Now we'll see you after this.
0: Podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you
1: get your podcasts. A Super Talk Mississippi Ah! Media Production.